Hello my friends, it is your brother Hampton from Hybrid Calisthenics. Welcome to a special New Year's episode of Coffee with Hampton. I am filming this on New Year's Day and if you're watching this any time of the year, I want you to know that I am cheering for you to have a very happy New Year and the best year of your life yet. Now something that happens a lot during New Year's is New Year's resolutions. And there's a lot of talk, and there are videos being made right now about how you shouldn't make a resolution and how New Year's resolutions are overrated because a lot of people don't keep them. In my opinion, making resolutions and not keeping them is highly overrated. However, making resolutions and keeping them, identifying your weaknesses and turning them into strengths is highly underrated and it's quite special. So here's some thoughts on how I would go about keeping my resolutions, New Year's or otherwise. But first, coffee. So the first thing that I keep in mind when I'm trying to make a change in my own life is to learn to love the process and optimize the process instead of setting a goal. Now, New Year's resolutions and resolutions in general are usually synonymous with setting goals, usually with limited time frames. For example, you might want to lose 50 pounds in 50 days. You may want to be a millionaire by the time you're 30, or you may want to get a girlfriend or boyfriend or be married by the end of this year. Everyone has different goals. If you're especially ambitious, you might want to do all three of those things this year. And while these kind of short-term limited time goals can sometimes lead to good results and can help keep you motivated, the fact that they are short-term temporary goals can sometimes lead to creating short-term temporary habits and not a sustainable long-term lifestyle. And a lot of this stems from the numbers we choose in these goals being completely arbitrary. Uh, they're, they're random. For example, 50 pounds in 50 days, that's a nice even number. It appeals to me, it appeals to our minds, but that may or may not be the healthiest rate at which you should lose weight. It may be too slow, it might be too fast. It's usually too fast. We want things quick, we want things now. And the lifestyle habits that we adopt to meet these arbitrary goals are often, again, not sustainable and usually not healthy for us either. For example, the exercise program, the diet program that you have to do to lose a pound a day, 50 pounds over 50 days, is probably going to be relatively extreme and probably not something you can sustain for the rest of your life. So what happens after we meet our goals, if we meet our goals, is our body and mind realize that this is not a sustainable way to live for years and years, so we revert back to our old ways. And when we revert back to our old ways, we revert back to the way we were. If you lost the 50 pounds and you go back to your old habits, the exact same habits, you will often gain the 50 pounds back on. And one could argue, what was the point of even doing it? See, I obviously believe in this a lot. The slogan of hybrid calisthenics is cultivate long-term fitness, not cultivate 30-day fitness, not cultivate 50-day challenge fitness, but cultivate long-term fitness, long-term. Another thing that often happens that I just want to touch on is when it looks like we're not going to meet our goals. If we're 45 days into the challenge and we've only lost 38 pounds, those remaining five days, people can often do even more extreme things to meet, again, that arbitrary goal. Um, calling it a diet might be generous because a lot of people just don't eat. I recommend against that. And it's a similar thing with the other example I used, being a millionaire by 30. That's actually a pretty common goal. I hear that a lot. And I respect their ambition. I hear people telling me this, but my question to them is usually, how do you plan to do that? And they often say they're going to work hard, or they have a podcast, a business idea, a YouTube channel, a blog that they're going to start. And <laughs> I like bloggers, podcasters, and YouTubers. I'm friends with a lot of them. So again, I respect the idea that you want to build something. But my follow-up question is almost always, how do you know that project is going to make you a million dollars? 
And the answer, in my opinion, is you don't. Even very experienced business people can tell you that they don't know for sure if a business is going to succeed. And especially if you haven't done it before, you don't know how well it's going to go. So hypothetically, if you started your podcast and let's say for the first three years, you make no money, you make zero dollars or you only make a couple hundred dollars here and there. How do you plan to react to that? Now, here's a cheerier thought. Here's a much cheerier thought. Uh, if you discover that you're extremely talented at podcasting in your first year, you make a lot of money, you make a lot of friends, you help a lot of people, and you're on track to be a millionaire by the time you're 27. How do you plan to react to that? Would you say, whoa, whoa, stop everything. The plan is to be a millionaire by the time I'm 30, not 27. I'm gonna slow everything down. I'm gonna make fewer podcast episodes and I'm gonna make them like less well produced so they can they can perform more poorly. No, of course you wouldn't do that. And my point to asking all these questions that some of you might think are stupid is to illustrate that the reason I prefer process over goals is because we don't have full control over whether or not we meet our goals. You might have had a great idea for a coffee shop in 2020, but lockdown happened and no one could go to any coffee shop in your state. You might have had plans to break world records for lifting, but all the gyms in your area closed. None of these things, while they're unfortunate, should affect your process. If you are passionate and excited about your coffee house idea, your process still involves either putting it on hold until the world changes and working on something else, or finding another way to get delicious, great coffee to the hands of your consumer, maybe sending it to their house directly. And if your process, if your goal was to break world records in fitness, your process still involves training with the best tools you have at hand. So what does this look like if you want more examples? Well, instead of trying to lose 50 pounds in 50 days, find a good exercise program that can last you for years to come. Your need to exercise isn't ever going to disappear. I'm sorry if that bums you out, but our need to move around and stay active is gonna be with us for the rest of our lives. So you might as well find some way you can do that that you enjoy, that can last you for the rest of your life. Same with your diet. Try to find some way to eat that's not too extreme or too much, too less, that can last you for decades. And keep in mind that trying new things and deciding they're not for you is also part of your process. If you try CrossFit and you don't like it, that's not a failure, that's part of your process of finding a good exercise program that you like. If you try keto or paleo, and you're like, eh, it's not really for me, it's not a failure, that's part of your process. Now you can eliminate them and you can try other things. And this also applies to trying to be a millionaire by the time you're 30. If you're going to do that with a podcast or blog, just focus on making the best podcast or blog that you can. I will add on that anytime someone has a goal of trying to make a lot of money by a certain time or trying to make as much money as possible, I usually try to discourage that. In my opinion, I won't go too much into it, money should come as a byproduct of helping and serving other people. Just something to keep in mind. So if this mindset appeals to you and you want to start to find your process instead of setting goals, there are two quick things that I'll keep in mind. The first is something I've repeated a lot during this video, and that is to think long-term. Just because you're setting a process instead of setting a goal doesn't mean it's sustainable. The pace might be too fast for you. This applies especially to anything fitness related. We often want to reach our goals as soon as possible and we push ourselves hard and that can be good, but keep in mind that our body is already pretty amazing. Our body will respond to stimulus. It really does change the way that we ask it to, that we can make our body faster, smarter, stronger, but it changes at its own pace, not necessarily ours. And the second, is to make sure that whether you set a process or a goal, that you're headed towards a direction that makes you happy. It's something that you want and not necessarily something that you think you should have. 
because someone else told you to. For example, if you want to lose weight, some of you watching this, you may not need to lose weight. You might already be a healthy weight. You might want, you might think you want to get down to a size zero or a size negative two. Is size negative two a thing? It's probably a thing because of what you see on TV, because other people tell you you need to be thinner because you think you need to be thinner. This does take a good deal of introspection and it's something that we might have to find over the course of years to find out what we truly want. For example, some people, they might think they want to be rich, but what they actually want to be is accepted and they think they can use money to gain admiration from people. There are so many examples and scenarios of this that I don't think I can list them all, but anytime you're headed towards a direction, anytime you want something, I would ask yourself all the time if you actually want it and why you want it and why you think it would make you happy. And hopefully if you do that and you look inside yourself a lot, that can bring you some happiness in your life. So that's what I have for you today. I hope you like it. I hope it can help. I have lots of videos and projects planned for you this year. A lot of the videos for the next month or so will be indoors just because it's been cold and rainy, but I have a lot of projects that I think you will enjoy. I hope this can help you once again. Have a beautiful year.